It is dry out there. It's going to be another hot one today. Uh, but more difficult things to report on. A, a breaking story this week affecting the farming community, affecting fish, and other landowners as well here in, in Whatcom County. Uh, you, if you know anything about tree plantings and the so-called CREP projects or CRP, uh, things that go on around here to uh, plant areas along streams and trees um, and, and do other things to help build fish habitat, there has been some shocking news this week that uh, if you have anything to do with any of that, maybe you have some property yourself that's enrolled in that, maybe you know somebody who does, you want to pay attention to what has happened just in the last few days, or at least has been announced in the last few days. It's been going on for some time, and that's part of the problem here. Um, it's it's going to be pretty devastating to some folks here in our community um, welcome back to the farming show. Uh, this half hour, we have uh, Fred Lickle back with us. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Fred Lickle is the executive director of Whatcom Family Farmers. I work with him there as well. And we're coming to you this morning from Linden, where again, we're getting ready for another hot day. Wells are going dry. We're in the middle of drought. Um, and then this uh, news this week, um, a gut punch, I know to some folks, when the federal government called essentially an emergency meeting of people who had these contracts to have tree plantings on their property. You've seen the blue plastic sleeves out there. They plant different species, native species of trees along the street. We've talked about this with the conservation district multiple times. Uh, other people on this program uh, relating to the issue of water and streams and fish habitat, and they're all tied together. The farming community has worked with, uh, you know, salmon restoration groups for many years. I remember being involved in one of these plantings 20, more than 20 years ago when I was in high school for one of our biology class, went out with Harlan Credit and did a tree planting once or twice, you know, on class time, which was great use of class time. I thought it was a lot of fun to get out of the classroom. Now the federal government is pulling their support of almost half of these projects here in Whatcom County. What is going on? Again, Fred Lickle is with us. And Fred, I heard about, I got this, I got a tip from a landowner who would, who would said, all of a sudden they told me I've got to be in a meeting tomorrow and I'm busy and I'm going to have to change my schedule. I'm going to make it work, but it sounds, it doesn't sound good. They won't tell me what they're going to announce, but my gut feeling is that they're going to cancel my CREP project. And I said, what? And so I got in touch with you. You got digging around. I was interviewing farm workers in Eastern Washington, trying to keep up with my texts and emails. T talk about what we found out. It's, yes, it's shocking. If, you know, if you get government mail and you kind of like, ah, that's going to go in the round file and maybe <laughs> I'll look at it later. And you got something from SFA and you have a crap project, you might want to open it right now. Or if you got a phone call that you just let go to voicemail, you might want to pick it up right now because from the farm from service, the farm service agency, agency FSA. Be yes. Because this was quite the shocker that came down. Um, they and I've heard up to sixty percent now of the contracts um, that could they're be, canceling them that 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 could be affected is what they will say, <laughs> um, which most likely means canceling. Um, although there are a number of issues, the primary one far and away is that about twenty years ago, um, FSA at the state level um, was contracts were just awarded to into streams where 
fish were officially listed as endangered. So certain species so certain of fish. species of fish. So one of the things people don't know is that, like, not all salmon are endangered. Right. You know, you, you might think, well, we've got salmon in this stream. Well, no, not all salmon are endangered. You have fall-run yeah. salmon that go up a lot of our streams that are not endangered. Yeah. The fall Ho-ho. chinook is what they refer to. Yeah, but likewise, and, yeah, yeah, likewise, the spring chinook, which go just stay to the Nooksack main stem, very much endangered. So um, what happened in 2003 is that the state FSA had said, we want to expand the, um, the CREP program to all salmon-bearing streams. Sounded like a great idea. And that's the way the program went, and that's the way the program went for 20 years. No, no time out. Okay. FSA has multiple layers to it, right? Because this Correct. is a federal agency. Right. This under USDA. Yes. If I'm, and so that's federal money. Those are, that's money that comes, that's allocated ultimately from Congress, by Congress. Yes. And so the, these are a federal program, but it has a state level administration. Right. And even here in Washington. And then even yeah. local administration and local boards and yes. things like that per county. And, and even though it's Farm Service Agency, they have been very heavily involved in helping to develop habitat. Fish Hence habitat. the reason for doing this. And one of the reasons that the CREP program came about is the idea of providing an equal value for farmers to what the actual land rent is. To make it feasible to, make to, it feasible, to right? help out with yeah. fish recovery. Because people were saying, well, I'm not going to plant, you know, I'm not going to plant trees on my own goodwill. I, this is productive, valuable farmland for whatever it might be. And I need to be paid for that. And so that's what the CREP mm-hmm. program was there for. And, it, and that's and why we've had so much success yes. with these kinds of projects here locally. Yes. And, and I know that, for instance, uh, you know, farmers on this call, we were talking about some of them were getting $300 an acre because they maybe signed the contract seven or eight, 10 years ago, and others are getting five to 600 because they just got it signed because rents have gone up. Right. So it shows that it had been a program that has been valuable and it has worked. However, going back to this whole idea of streams and whether or not there are salmon in there or not, or, or whether there are endangered salmon are in mm-hmm. there or not. So they expanded. So, this was in 2003. They expanded right. it to all salmon-bearing streams. Right. But that was a decision made by the state yes. administration of this federal right. agency. And everybody assumed that it was bought off at the federal level. Unfortunately, what they have found out through doing some audits is that it was not, in fact, signed off at the federal level. They needed sign-off, as I understand it anyway, from the tribes and from the NOAA, National Oceanic, Oceanic Administration or Atmospheric how, yeah, Administration. Yep. Be, NIMS would be another way of putting at it. Now, there isn't any thought that they wouldn't have signed off. It just didn't get done. So somebody back in 2003, somebody or a group or something dropped the ball and yes. didn't get the correct approval for this change here in Washington yes. State. And I have talked to, um, in the la- this has only happened in the last two days, folks. Um, and and it's a breaking and developing story. Yes. So we may have new so to you, report to you next week yeah, as this yeah. continues to I evolve. Mean, I, I talked to, I'm on groups that I talked to the, um, the tribes yesterday morning, and they had said, if they'd have told us where to sign, we would have done it right now. You know, CREP is a very valuable program. Yeah, it's important for fish recovery, and it's important for farm. So this is actually bringing together tribal folks, environmental groups, farmers, everybody who's been working on salmon recovery is suddenly, you know, the the deal that they had, the contracts, really it's now the federal government reneging on those deals. Yes, they are saying that they're saying we're going to need to cancel any contract 
where um, these streams don't meet that, that criteria. And a number of those streams in Whatcom County that have a bunch of crap on them don't meet that criteria, you know, because... So it's a, it may be a salmon-bearing stream, but it doesn't but have the specific species of fish right. in it that's endangered, and therefore the feds are saying it doesn't count. Right. Now, what we're finding is that FSA is, has said, they knew about this for a year, they've been trying to find solutions to this, Um Initially, they talked about that people may need to pay all the money back. Fortunately, they got past that. That would have been an absolute disaster. I, I can't even imagine when I heard that that was talked about. I can't even yes. imagine how that would ever be okay. Yes, because technically, everybody has a contract, right? And I know there's right. lots of fine print, and I've not, I haven't read all these other people's fine print. But a contract is between two parties, right? And in this case, it's landowners, a lot of them farmers in this community, making a contract with the FSA for them to support these projects. Correct. And now FSA is saying they screwed up 20 years ago and they would have the audacity, anyone would have the audacity ever to suggest that the other side of the contract who has held up their end of the deal would have to pay back everything. I mean, that's insane to me. Apparently there was something in the language to that effect. It Um, should be them that has to pay because they were the ones who are not holding up their end of the deal. You'd sure seem that way, Dylan. So they're saying, well, we're going to try and work with you and find other programs. And in the, in this meeting, it was, I was listening in and it was kind of sad because they started off with saying, yeah, this is going to be really bad. But the good news is we're going to try and get you signed up in some of these other things that pay as well. But what they didn't say, which we were able to tease out of them later, was, well, what are the payment rates on those on those other programs you're talking about? Uh, 20 to 30 percent of what the others were. Not even remotely close to what land rent is. I think they recognize realistically that there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to be pretty upset and are probably going to cancel their contracts and say and walk away. And I don't blame them for doing that. But at the same time, what it does create is We've now created salmon habitat, and there's a potential for us. You know, here we're talking about how can we do a better job of create, protecting salmon. FSA might might have just put us in a spot where we're going to be de-incentivizing farmers to help protect salmon, and they're going to say that land is valuable. I'm going to put it back into grass. Why would you have any trust at this point? To exactly. work along with these things where it had been a collaboration. There was, you know, the farmers were giving something. The government was giving something. The salmon advocates were involved to help guide and make sure this, these plantings did positive things for our streams. And now it is, again, the other side of the contract, the other side of the deal, the other party, the federal government that is backing out, leaving other people holding the bag. Well, and, and the frustrating part for us is they're also planning on doing this in the next 30 days. Rather than giving it an option and saying, you know, there, there's a number of, I, I talked to tribes and environmental groups today saying, well, I'm sure we could probably fix this. You know, you give us an opportunity to fix this. There isn't really much of an opportunity. 30 days you need is, time. I mean, we're talking about yeah. the wheels of government and bureaucracy, which is what generated this problem in the first place. Right. This is bureaucratic BS, plain and simple. It absolutely is. And it is, and it is a really and frustrating. And it's directly going to yes. impact 
the bottom line of a lot of folks here in Whatcom County. By the way, this is The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop along with Fred Lickle. He is the executive director of Whatcom Family Farmers. We're talking about this story, uh, information that just broke in the last couple of days that the, the feds are pulling the rug out from under what? potentially half or more of the the contracts that landowners, farmers, and other folks here in our community had with them to plant and maintain um, stream buffers, tree plantings, and build fish habitat, which has been such... You know, what is it? A couple hundred miles at least? Maybe that number's higher than that of Streamside that has been restored, not just through this program, but this program and other efforts in this community. So I think statewide we were at a thousand miles and a lot of that was done in Whatcom County. So yes, there's a lot of streams that have been planted in the name of helping out fish. And I think, you know, that there's, there's a couple of things to, to point out of this. One of them was the question was asked, some of these you know, buffers are now pretty intensely vegetated, yep. you know, grown trees. And it's not just going to be easy to go, well, we'll just do something else. But somebody said, so are you going to come and take these trees out for <laughs> us now that you had us planted and now you're leaving, it, you know, leaving us hanging? Oh, no, we can't do that. We, well, we don't have the option of doing that. So it's left up to the landowner now also if they want to turn it back into productive farmland because now it's essentially worth zero to them mm-hmm. to and, have to now go the clear issue. the land that's, too. That's the issue here. And again, this is just a developing story. So we're even just talking this through, Fred and I, at, here on the program. The other part of this is and someone could say, well, I, why, why does it always have to be about money? You know, just do the right thing and have those trees there. Well, the point is that was property that has value that somebody's either paying a loan back on because they bought it or, you know, they're not getting rental money if they were going to rent it to somebody there or they're not getting crop income off of it. Sure. They have to pay their that, mortgage. They, they have they have bills they have to pay. And that's so the reason you, why the CREP program was in place is if you're getting rent money that you would in any other situation, okay, it needs to match what that crop would do so that you can pay your bills. That's right. what you do with this. And now instead, it's They've turned it into a zero in the matter of about 30 days. They're going to turn it into a zero. What should um, people, and there may be some folks listening right now who are just finding out about this because this was done so. so hastily. And apparently, I don't know if you said this earlier, but I remember you telling me that they've been working on this behind the scenes for a year. A year, a year ago, they found that out, and but they didn't tell anybody until this week because they, yeah, they said they were trying to find the waivers that put in place that would require people that would not require people to pay it back. They figured we'd really have a panic if we said, "Oh, by the way, you have to pay." Some of these people, 15 years worth of payments back. Hundreds I'm, of thousands oh of dollars. Word. Possibly into the millions. Who knows? Yeah, I, they are being very vague with dollar figures. We would like to find out more what that actually looks like. What should people be doing with us right now? Well, um, first of all, yeah, there was probably only 100 people on this call, and I was told for the Whatcom County, and I was told that there was 220 contacts, contracts potentially affected. You know, you need to get a hold of folks right now. Um, you need get to get a hold, a hold of FSA. Of, you need to get a hold of FSA as soon as you can um, to find out, you know, what's going on there. And I know that the gentleman at the top named John Weiss gave out his own personal phone number. 
Um, and I was just listening in his, I, I would encourage people to call him as well. He said, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll well, take whatever calls, yep. you know, this isn't, this isn't really his fault. He wasn't, he's only been an FS administrator for a few years, not 20 years ago. He is the one that found out the issue. And I think folks need to, he need him to know we need to fix this. Um, and that's something that we'll be trying to work on as well. And I, and I will say that there are, Partners that go beyond farming that are pretty upset about this too. Yeah, I was just going to say it's not just the farmers that are upset; it's it's the fish folks too. The uh, the, the environmental groups, the tribes are saying, "Hey, you can't just do this. This this is important to our community here." Exactly, and that and there's the frustration, as I said before, the wheels of politics, you know, grind slowly, and they've given us thirty days to figure this out. Things don't move that fast. And, and that's the thing they knew a year ago. Yes. If more people would have known, this could have been worked on. And those slow wheels of bureaucracy, and again, maybe there are other reasons, but I really have to ask, why wasn't anything said about this? So there could be a chance, say, what if the state, and this is a, uh, maybe an option, the state of Washington should step up to help with this. The state of Washington stepped up last last legislative session with... Yeah. 30 million additional dollars. And there has been some informal discussions about, you know, could we take that 30 million to put aside for habitat and help with these contracts? I, you know, that, that probably takes some logistical maneuvering, which is possible, but that fact is we didn't know at that point. Yeah. If we 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 would have known, we could have worked on it then. Yes. As a community together, and instead we're jammed with 30 days to figure something out and a disingenuous promise of, oh, we'll find something else for you, possibly. That's hardly, it's not really even, it's apples and oranges. It's not really equivalent at all. But back to the state, I now want to see what Jay Inslee does. Jay Inslee has been very vocal about this issue and very supportive of salmon recovery to the point of trying to actually put a lot more pressure on farmers to give up a lot more of their land for nothing in terms of buffers and things that he wanted without compensation. And we've said along, we talked about it multiple times on the show. We can work on this kind of stuff, but without compensation and with blanket rules that don't account for what the stream is, what the farmland is, what all is happening in any given spot. That was the problem with that, not the idea of building habitat for fish. Yes, I will be curious to see how our state responds to this too. So Jay Inslee right now, if he supports restoring salmon and if he's concerned about the impact of climate change on salmon and streams and our communities... And on local food, he needs to step up right now and get this taken care of. I think the state could possibly do that. Now, will they do that? I'm not very confident. I'm not saying this to give people false hope, but I'm just saying from my vantage point, Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, and this is so tremendously unfair to those those people who signed this agreement in good faith and are now stuck with it. Um, uh, uh, I can understand why people would be frustrated yeah. and angry with this. And I and I would say, I I just learned um, yesterday afternoon that you know Governor Inslee's office is saying this is the first they've heard of it too. Department of yeah. Ecology told me this is the first they've learned of it. There's a lot of people here who did not know. They have been blindsided by this. Even the Conservation Commission themselves told me they've only learned of it Well, and you know, in the last few weeks. I know and people so, are to already talking about legal options. Hint, hint, there could yeah. be significant litigation around this, not just from the landowners because they don't have generally don't have deep pockets to go hire lawyers, but the, the conservation groups... 
Yes. You know, that have a vested interest in, in making sure these things go well and now seeing the rug pulled out from underneath yeah. it. It will be interesting to see what happens. You said there's a person people should yes, get in I, touch with, John yes, Weiss. John, John Weiss is his name, and he is the, the, the primary FSA administrator here in Washington State. And he, he gave us his phone number. It's 509-323-3003. Again, 509-323-3003. Okay, and we're just about out of time, but I just want to repeat, if you're joining us now, uh, is Dylan Honkoop here, along with Fred Lickle with Watkin Family Farmers, just talking about this breaking story late this week about uh, the federal government basically uh, threatening to, or they're, they're going to essentially cancel a bunch of these uh, tree planting contracts that landowners, farmers here in this community had contracts with the feds to do this. The feds are apparently pulling out of a bunch of them, not all of them, but a bunch of them. And a lot of people are going to be negatively impacted. Streams and the salmon are going to be negatively impacted. And this is all happening. They've known about it for a year and they're just telling folks now and giving 30 days for folks to figure out another option. It's crazy, and again, if you're just joining us and you're connected with these CREP projects at all, you need to get in touch with the, the FSA office and find out what's going on, find out what's happening with your property. And again, Fred, repeat his number one more time. The administrator for FSA across Washington State, his name is John Weiss. What's that phone number again? 509-323-3003. Okay, and again, this is a, a developing uh, story. We'll probably have more on this in in coming weeks as we find out more. Um, But uh, those are the folks to go to if you need more information right now. This is about all we know about it. (laughs) We've just shared it right here. We are. It's (laughs) it's an ongoing situation. We are keeping close tabs on this. So we're we're working it. Fred Lickle, Watkin Family Farmers here along with uh, me, Dylan Honkoop on KGMI. Thanks for being here this morning, Fred. Thank you, Dylan.